0: Good afternoon, guys. We're back for another Geek Tavern. As always, it's me, Sean, and I'm joined by Mike and Aaron. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So, I don't think I've really watched anything. In the meantime, you guys can go ahead and I'll think about what I watched. (laughs) I'll let Mike go, because I haven't watched anything either. (laughs) I've watched a ton, actually. Um, So, after my recommendation last time, um, it, it like, lit a fire under my Mortal Kombat ass, I'll say. And I bought Mortal Kombat 11 again. But aside from that, uh, I watched both movies. um, Which aren't as good as the animated ones? Well. No. <laughs> but it's, like, a nostalgia thing. Because yeah. I watched those as a kid all the time. Um, and then I, I didn't know this, but uh, my brother hadn't seen... Uh, legends um so we watched that again and uh he really enjoyed it um then uh with with our tying kind of into our mortal Kombat obsession was uh you know you can play as robocop and uh the terminator and and rambo my brother had never seen either the original Robocop or the original Terminator. Uh, so we sat down and we watched both of those. So, did you watch T2? Not yet. We didn't get a chance to watch T2 yet. No. Oh, you watched the original Terminator, you said? Yeah. What'd you think of it? No, I mean, I've seen it. Oh. But my okay, brother no. had, had never seen <laughs> oh, okay. it. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was listening. I was just It's okay. zoned. No, I yeah so yeah i really wanted him to see t2 but like can't jump into that shit line so no uh, i mean you can because that's how i was introduced uh, that well, was t2 because it stands by itself it does yeah but but the but the twist it's, it's nice to know that yeah the, the twist the is, twist is arnold yeah even though that was yes. given away in the trailers and yeah. whenever it was uh marketed so, so back we in the shouldn't, day we shouldn't be upset that john <laughs> we Carter should be was, upset we no, we shouldn't be <laughs> if john connor was in genesis was revealed in the trailer to be skynet then we shouldn't have been upset <laughs> that's true as we were just because, because in the 90s they already did it just because they fucked it up you know 20 years ago doesn't mean that they are permitted to fuck it up again they <laughs> what, just what year was t2 1990 30 years ago. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When did Genesis come out? 2015. Yeah, so. Oh, was it 15? Yeah, 15. Salvation came out in nine and then Genesis was 15. I almost said 2011, which I don't know why the hell that was coming to my head. (laughs) Oh, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles? I've never seen it. Maybe? maybe? Yeah, in, uh, I thought that 2005? the Sarah Connor, Con- Sarah Connor Chronicles were earlier than that, but I don't know. I think it ran from 08 to 11, mm, maybe. I didn't <laughs> think it ran that long. Oh my God. It had 3 seasons. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. Worth checking out. How I don't know how many scenarios can you do with a different terminator showing up each episode? It seems terminator like, of the week? it it seems like an episode of uh
1: Law and Order SVU so- <laughs> each
0: time except, you know, the the it's just Sarah, John, and, um... then it's not terrible for me, because I, I like us with you. No, I do too, but, like, how many how many creative scenarios can you make with well, a Terminator? Yeah. That's true. I remember one episode where it was, like, they talked about a Terminator that was, like, uh, found back, like, in the 30s or something, and he, like, robbed a bank <laughs> and, like, came out, like, guns blazing, and I was like, what the hell is this? That's pretty great. Yeah. I don't like, know. I you might have actually convinced me (laughs) Uh, it was like it did the episode didn't take place in the 30s it was just like a flashback and they're just like oh this guy had to have been a terminator and it was just like okay (laughs) like he comes out with sunglasses like a a bandana over his mouth and a tommy gun and just starts like lighting up the cop cars and everything while they're shooting at him and they just walks away (laughs) that's strange yeah it was it was really weird interesting Well, uh, you saying SVU did remind me, Aaron and I watched Ratatouille yesterday. How did that... Oh, never mind. (laughs) I was like, what does one have to do with the other? I don't get it, because I've never seen Ratatouille. Oh. (laughs) Well, you're you're not missing out. Come on, it's a good movie. It's okay. There's not... I, I think that might be the only Pixar movie I've never seen. I would never say that any Pixar movie is bad.
1: I've never seen have, Brave. Oh, I, I've never seen Brave either. And what about
0: The Good Dinosaur? Never watched The Good Dinosaur. Was that Pixar? hmm Oh, no, never watched Oh, shit, I'm up to three now. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say, everybody I've, says The I've, Good I've Dinosaur sucks. I've seen Brave. It's alright. I remember the marketing for Brave, and I was like, oh, this actually looks like an adult movie. And then they... And then... I saw a part of the movie, and I'm like, oh, they made it for kids by turning the family into bears or some stupid shit like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was actually excited because it looked like it was going to be a mature-ish yeah. movie. But then, you know, huh. they did kiddie shit. Pixar movies always leave me with a warm feeling. Except for uh, <laughs> My favorite is Up. Uh, I haven't seen all of Up, but I've seen, really? like, I've seen like 90 huh interesting I, I take that back i might have actually seen all of them i wonder what my favorite pixar movie is well we'll do an episode about that yeah, Maybe. We, should. <laughs> we should we rank all the pixar movies. <laughs> that means we'd have to watch them that's right i, I guess they're all on, i did uh, i just have to stuff. watch like you know the three that I just mentioned. That that might be that might be like a, a subplot, like yeah, down the road where we just go through every <laughs> Pixar movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I forget what I was just about to say. Oh, oh yeah, Monsters University. That's my favorite. <laughs> I don't mind. Monsters I don't University. mind that one. No, no. <laughs> I think I oh, like the kind first of one. I think I like the first one better, but no. I don't mind. You mean the monsters second one? Yeah, technically, <laughs> in in a, a linear timeline, the yeah. second one. Yeah. Oh, I was like, "What is there?" Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe there was like some underground, like, oh, is. Mo- yeah. monsters, uh, ink or whatever thing. Yeah, it's Monsters LLC. <laughs> 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 that's, that's what they started out as. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if I can't think of anything else, yeah, so I don't if I don't. uh I guess we could just move on to some news, so uh Bethesda the other day announced that they were coming out with an Indiana Jones game. And that's, I am I was talking to Mike, and I may have mentioned this to Aaron as well. I've never been, like, the biggest fan of Bethesda. Like, I've never been, like, t- totally all in with their games like everybody Has else anyone is. ever? <laughs> there are tons of people that... They're, like, the most yeah. memed game ever, where they're like, oh, look, my car was made by Bethesda. It's like someone took a chop saw to it and, like, stuck it up against a wall <laughs> to make it look like it, like, glitched through the wall. <laughs> I would say I like a good portion of what they do. I don't have a list of their games in front of me. Um, but like correct me if I'm wrong if you know but isn't like Wolfenstein Bethesda? Uh, I think so yeah. yeah like those are some of my favorite cinematic games like everybody says about like their games being broken like Skyrim when it originally released and all, Fall the fallouts always but like I don't remember any glitches in any of the Wolfenstein like and they're like one, some of the best looking games I've ever played.
1: Yeah, so definitely
0: play them anyway. So <laughs> they're you know they're war based and it's just they're fun shooters. Yeah. So um, I was thinking about this, and I'm not. I I know I mentioned this to Aaron. I'm not exactly sure how, but like a, if it's a traditional like like Skyrim, like Elder Scrolls, or like the Fallout-style game, mm-hmm. if it's like that, it I kind of lends itself it. to Indiana Jones because that's, like, he's an adventurer, and that's yeah. what he does, he goes around. But at the same time, it kind of is, like, a weird thing because you'd think it would be, like, more of a linear thing that they would want to do with him. I Somebody would I, I have... Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, it has to be basically... The Uncharted series and, and like the Tomb Raider games because those two are like the same, and that's they're basically Indiana Jones. When I think about like an Indiana Jones game, I think about like uh, Fallen Order, yeah, in the structure Order, of it because yeah. like Indy's always like moving from one place to another throughout the movie, yeah, so you could have. You could easily do it like Fallen Order. Like Respawn could do it really yeah. well because you would just like hop on a plane or something and then just like it would do the little like you know the red dot line thing to take you to the next location and then you get out there you go do So your I, thing. I I assume you guys haven't ever played one of the uncharted games. No. Yeah. Cuz that's what it is. Oh, that's, that's essentially <laughs> what it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fallen Order is is very much uh Uncharted Star Wars. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. It, Uh, Yeah. So Bethesda has made the Wolfenstein games, and they also make Doom Eternal, right? right. Like the Doom games. Yes. So I mean, I don't think that the Indiana Jones games are gonna be like the Doom games. No, they'll probably be more akin to Wolfenstein, where it is. Well, Wolfenstein's basically Doom. Well, yeah. With humans. Yeah, Nazis and stuff, which actually deals explicitly with. I know you've never seen Indiana Jones, but uh, they're well, like the subject matter. Only the first two only the first two movies yeah but still they're no in the third one nazis are very important no no when you actually look at the first two movies it's raiders and then last crusade temple of doom is a prequel oh oh, okay well again with this fucking stupid way of wording (laughs) it's a prequel man i don't know what to tell you it's not a sequel whatever the first movie is Raiders and the Temple of Doom As I was play. saying, anyway, it okay. could just be like more akin to the Wolfenstein yeah. games. Like, toned down, obviously. It's not going to be like crazy Doom like hacking and slashing and uh, going to Mars or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it should be. That would be weird. But I doubt it. I'm um, sticking with video game stuff. Um, it's still weird to say uh Lucas films games the Lucas film games yes okay L- Lucas there's films. no s um why didn't they just call this Lucas arts? <laughs> yeah, i i'm i, sure, I, they I mean they <laughs> they dissolved that. Lucas arts yeah <laughs> you, but why not what about the tra- own it? yeah like with the trademark or the copyright or something i <laughs> don't, don't know well i guess it was at one point called Lucas film games before oh. it was called LucasArts. Uh, so now they just kind of went back to it, maybe for nostalgia purposes. You know, because bringing back the Emperor for nostalgia. So <laughs> maybe they just <laughs> went back to that. Nobody asked for it, but maybe they just did it anyway. Okay. but uh, I didn't know it was called that before. Yeah, Lucas LucasFilm Games was originally LucasFilm Games, and then it turned into LucasArts, and then it is now LucasFilm Games again. Hmm. So did they announce anything other than the name? It's, no, it's just the, the the sizzle reel that I saw was just current games that were out there. And they, oh, well, they did say Ubisoft is doing right. really an open world Star Wars game. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I just had a, a, a vision of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought the same. <laughs> What, I mean, what, it's what only a matter done? of time before Assassin's Creed goes into the future, right? Like, like they, they're exhausting. Are all they going to the tie it in to together? Maybe they could. I I, are, I, I mean, they'd have to probably contact Disney about that, but because not only, no, 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 like no. the Ubisoft universe is literally its own universe. Like a majority of yeah. their games exist within one universe. Oh, really? Yeah, so, yeah. But but when you think about it, you know, Star Wars is a long time ago. Are you a well, that, that maybe they could actually uh work it in to where it could be Assassin's Creed but you, but you play as a bounty hunter and you get sent through uh a wormhole into the Star Wars universe oh, no. and that's how that's yeah. how it works out. Well, I was thinking maybe Ezio could be a, a Jedi. Well, we see Ezio die. <laughs> Force yeah, he wants one day, I know. Uh, Force can bring him back. <laughs> They'll give him the uh the um wrist knife except it'll just be like a mini lightsaber <laughs> it'll be, like be like those daggers that Dryden <laughs> boss fought han solo with you know the ones that kira like he was like melting through her blade yeah. and then she like whipped it around and just stabbed him right in the heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah that makes me a little nervous because because of a lot of it'll be soft reputation with their open world games. Yeah. Like, it's very much like their sandbox. I've tried you know. several times with several different Assassin's Creed. And it it's just not for me. I don't, like, I usually like those kinds of, you know, third person adventure kind of games. Yeah, You know, like the Batman series or Spider-Man, whatever. But just something with how sluggish maybe, because you have to be stealthy, so like the gameplay is kind of sluggish. At least from the beginning of the games. because I never get very far. But, <laughs> um, like I don't know, it just doesn't seem for me. That's my allotted play style, is stealth in a majority of games like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I like that stuff, but it is... I mean, the controls are a little wonky and everything. But it is kind of just... Yeah, it's a little bit much. Everything about them is just yeah. like... I don't know. It, it it's it's too many cooks. I I've loved a lot of like like origins. I really wanted to play because I love like Egyptian mythology and stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna get into it. So yeah, Assassin's Creed was my favorite game franchise at one point, and then uh, after Black Flag which I think is the best game that they have made. I never tried because that one. it was more of a pirate simulator than an yeah. Assassin's Creed game. I uh, haven't played any of them since then, so. Yeah. Well, um I'm wondering what other kinds of uh games so so what is it? They have EA now and Ubisoft working Respawn. respawn. dice dice. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're just going to I mean Cause they're not like their own in-house developers right so no. they're 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 going out and like contracting these games from other developers i'm what would be like your favorite like development team making a type of star wars game do you think well uh this is where my brain went um i really love that uh spider-man game uh so I think Insomniac would probably make a pretty awesome. Yeah, Star I think Wars so game. too. Those are those games are great. Well, did that did they make the Arkham games or is that uh, Rocksteady? That's Rocksteady. I think Rocksteady would make an, a great game too. Rocksteady could make a, an amazing uh, combat based. Or no, no, I'm sorry. I mean Rocksteady. their stories are great not, too. Not oh, Rocksteady, yeah, yeah. Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar could do an open world <laughs> Star Wars game. Oh and yeah, kick ass. Yeah, I mean. With Red Dead Redemption Two, like that game is really good. Well, there's problems with it, but it's yeah. really good. And obviously GTA. That's what I mean their like, mainstays. You could, you could do a whole open world Star Wars. That'd be kind of game. difficult though, because you'd be have to lot, like relegate. Yeah. Like you'd have to, if you do that, I feel like you would have to give the player the option to travel to different planets. Yeah, and that's just could, like could Outside of one city, yeah, yeah, that just like never, that doesn't lend itself to the way that they make could, maps. It, true. Could you imagine that though, if they did make like universal maps? Yeah. Where like you'd get in a ship, like it like let's say it's like GTA, you hop in a ship, and you start taking off, and then you just activate like the hyperdrive, and you just go, and you just take off, and like you come out of hyperspace, and there's like another planet like in front of you, and you fly down onto it. And shit. <laughs> like, if they do it similar to how Black Flag did. Uh, pirate ship sailing that would work really well because it was seamless in that. Yeah, I don't know how you would like you would equal that to space travel, but <laughs> well, well, with the new consoles, like there is essentially no load time. So, like, if you were to get into the ship, they could very much cover any loading. Yeah. with that. So, huh, it's an interesting idea. I, I mean, whatever. I. I So far, they've had an okay record with the games they've released. At least Fallen Order was I think, good. Yeah, I think EA's done. And Squadron it. was pretty... I mean, I only played it briefly, but I enjoyed yeah. what I played. Well, even the Battlefronts look great. Like, well, the, here's the thing, the like, second Battlefront's better because you have a storyline. Yeah. But the first Battlefront was even fun to play. But the like, second one... The second one only gets a bad rep because it had microtransactions at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and then <coughs> and they had those to get away gone. with it. Yeah, But, uh... Yeah, that that game's still great to play. So No, no. They like that's been everyone's like whole thing is for the first battlefront, there was no story, four maps. Yeah. Uh and you had to buy everything DLC wise. Yeah. DLC's been free in the second one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like that was everyone's biggest complaint. But other than that, they've pretty they've done pretty well yeah. with Are They did good with that. Like, like John said, the Fallen Order, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they have anything else in the pipeline. I got to investigate that part of it. Like, I don't know if EA's time is done. Well, I know Fallen Order 2 is in development. Okay. So. They probably made Uh, a new. So, so that'll be the Mandalorian tie-in when Cal enters the Mandalorian. Yeah. When, when Cal trains Grogu. Yes. Yeah, that'll be the Mandalorian time. What? If, what if? Uh, and then at the end of that game, instead of Cal cutting up the Holocron, he'll be cutting up Grogu. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> he, he he walks out of his his like uh, chambers in the Inquisitor so uniform. In the... Remind me again when Fall Order lands. Five years after Order sixty six. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, theoretically. Luke could have found Cal I mean, I guess Cal would be much older than Luke. I was gonna say he would be older than Luke. Yeah. But they could still Cal would be like fifteen years older than Luke. Yeah. yeah. So theoretically, I mean they could train together and he'd Cal be like, Hey, I need your help and then he trains Grogu and then at this something happens. At this point Cal This is just wild speculation, but yeah at this point in in the like if we're talking about current Current timeline in Star Wars, like Robert Redford could play Calcastus. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, you mean, yeah, you mean, like, yeah, like, in compared the sequel? Yeah, compared to Mark. That's true. Like, Robert Redford could just be Calcastus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Do we have anything else to uh say uh, or add? So that or? Sizzle Reel, just. I just want. The Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. They did announce that. You know what I want? It was supposed to come out like four months ago. You know what I want? It was supposed to come out a year ago? Yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong. (laughs) Well, you're the only one. (laughs) I'm I'm the only one? Yes. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Mike wants (laughs) it too. Well, you're the only two. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Sean's just over here on his high horse. I don't give a shit.
1: These, these, the movie's not
0: finished. These it, nerds and yeah, out, you're right. So, it probably is not finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory. They probably keep coming back, and they're just like Adam, like keeps walking like into the animators' rooms, and they're like, "Hey, um, are you guys done?" And they're just like, <laughs> "No, monkey with a pistol." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some some dude is like sleep deprived, just like has Kong with like a. a it's just like a nine millimeter, like, look at the calm like, guns. Yeah. <laughs> that they're just shooting Godzilla with. Well, I forgot about the Lego game that was announced a while ago too. Like yeah, over it was, a year. ago. It was supposed to be, I think it was a, an August release last year. Hmm. And, I I'm interested in that mainly because of what they'll do with the Last Jedi, because that was not. Um, I mean, that's the only one right. Well, no, eight and nine are the the only yeah. two without games. Yeah. Um. I didn't play sevens much, I didn't so it'll play be it much interesting either. to see what they. I assume they'll just redo it because it would be too much to have seven like that whole game within a game. Yeah, because it was huge. So, yeah. So, but I I want updated stuff, you know, for that game. It makes me want to go back and play like a Star Wars two.
1: Why well, I, I started
0: trilogy. I started doing that. Well, the complete saga. Which is now not complete. But uh, then I was like, I'm going to have to do this again. Yeah. And then I just stopped. But I am really excited for that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Do you remember, like, before we finish this segment, do you remember, like, the PS2 version of LEGO Star Wars and the GameCube version had different, like, ending levels? And the DS version also did? So, well, like, when you finished US episode one, you actually had a level where you were flying a Naboo Starfighter. And I think it was on the PS1 or something like that. Or pl- PlayStation 2. Yeah. That you flew, like, a Naboo Starfighter and did a mission there. Or maybe it was on the DS. I can't remember which. But it was different. Everything else was the same. Except, like, they had, like, things that were just slightly different. Huh. Depending on the console that you played it on. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I, I primarily played when they combined them all together Yeah, on the 360. That's primarily where I played it, so I, I, I don't, don't have, have any reference. Yeah. I got Lego like Star Wars 1 and then Lego like Star Wars 2. I think I owned them, but I don't remember. I remember playing those. They I did play silly. the DS version, but I hardly remember it. I remember that you could customize your lightsaber on it, though. Yeah. On the DS version? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that you could do that in the game. You couldn't... You can make you a character... Yeah, you could do that in two, yeah. but you couldn't do that in one. Right, you just were stuck with whatever character you picked in the level. Like when yeah. you could, when you unlocked all the characters, and you just would number one was set. the prequels, right? Yes, yeah. one through three, and then you got to play the first level of four, mm. which actually in Lego Star Wars two is that first level. Did they drop those like pretty close to each other? Uh, I think like. A, maybe 2 years apart. Oh, okay. Okay. Cuz oh, cuz the the episode 4 when you finished the game and you played the episode 4 prologue uh that was their like tease where they're like hey we are doing another one right. play the first level and you know. Yeah. But it was a fun game. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what comes from that. It'll have dialogue. Yeah. That's what I'm excited <laughs> that's, for. That's the one that has dialogue. I was actually. But thinking. they're kind of jokey, kind of kiddy sometimes. Yeah, but I, I like that. I, I was <laughs> just watching, uh, or I was just looking at a <laughs> meme while we were watching the movie uh, of it was LEGO Star Wars, and somebody said, hats off to the development team of LEGO Star Wars 2 because they couldn't use dialogue. Yeah, the, the so greatest moment in gaming yeah. history. Yeah, so they made Vader have a picture of himself as Anakin and a pregnant, pregnant Padme. And he, like, points at it and then points at Luke to tell him that he's his father. I remember the first time that they used dialogue in the, like, the very first time they used dialogue ever in the Lego games was it's the weird. droid saying, Roger, Roger. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah, that was it. That. And then the, the first game that used dialogue, like, proper was the Lego uh, Lord of the Rings games. I think it was actually Batman 2. I'm pretty sure it was like a Lord of the Rings. No, no, he's right. It was Batman 2. Yeah, because I remember seeing. Them. I mean, that was shortly after, but yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for it, and they were talking, and yeah. I was like, "Like, don't talk." I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, Batman <laughs> like, one yeah. didn't have it. And then no, Batman well. two. He's yeah. right. It was Batman two. Okay, well, I stand corrected. <laughs> I, I do Anyway, before we <laughs> before we get off on a seventh tangent. We had a recommendation that we all watched this week from Aaron. We did. So, uh, take it away. Okay, this week we watched the Tony Scott film from 1995 titled Crimson Tide, starring Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman. Uh, it's a story about World War III is on the horizon. There, are uh, This crew is deployed and are awaiting their orders and uh, as tensions rise, so do tempers and uh, things get out of hand on a boat. I mean they're in a submarine. yes yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that, that's, it doesn't take much probably no. to, to make no tension you're rise. already tense because you're a thousand feet under the ocean surface yeah uh, in a tube filled with 50 other people. And you're probably about ready to kill yourself anyway. I wonder um, if tensions run higher on a submarine or on like a plane, like a fighter plane or like a cruise, you know, like that carry soldiers. Uh. I guess you can't really be on that for a prolonged amount of time. No. So that's what makes it like, well, we'll be down eventually. But, like, yeah. you're stuck for, like, months underneath the water. Yeah, I mean, even... even that's the thing, too. Well, what like, did they say? It was could, 65, days yeah, 65 right? days. yeah, two months under the yeah. water. You could jump out of the back of a plane with a parachute. <laughs> yeah. On. Like, there is a way off of that. There yeah. is no way off of the sub. Even if you found... Even if they, like, were at periscope depth, and you're just like, well, I could just open the hatch and get out. Yeah, you'll be like, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah, who's gonna come get you, yeah. you know? Yeah, they're gonna just submerge without you, and just like, "Well, oh, good luck." <laughs> yeah, so uh, I thought the movie was pretty good overall. Um, I I will say this: I really wasn't giving a shit about it at all until like, until the first. Well, until. At first they were on the submarine, I was like, okay, I was starting to get into it. And then when the first bogey appears, I was like, okay, this is when it's starting to actually get good. Yeah. But everything like I know you need that stuff yeah. in the beginning, like introducing the characters and like this lead up crap. But I was like, this is just like totally uninteresting oh, to yeah. me. Yeah, no, I I I'm I don't want to say I'm I'm not anti military. Don't 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 think that I am, but like it, that, that stuff doesn't really interest you Yeah, i'm not like super See, interested it, in it and it, it interests me and i don't know what it is i've always loved any movie with a submarine books about submarines like i'm just like super into that so, that aspect of the military yeah because it's very very interesting to me so like all that shit in the Yang, i'm like this is cool i'm learning like <laughs> so like when i watched this movie the first time i was like this is very interesting. I'm like, they're they're doing a lot of things right here. Like, <laughs> like, none of the shit is, none of the shit's not adding up. Like, it's all, and then, yeah, and then we get into, like, the, the combat sequences and all that. So I, I get, um I didn't have too much trouble here. A lot of things, I don't even know if you guys know this or not. I, I don't know how to swim. I did not know that. Um, I, no, wait, I feel like I did know that. I had seizures, seizures when I was a kid, so I wasn't allowed. And I I tried to take lessons, and I just can't swim. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, large, mass of water, (laughs) kind of, I don't know, gives me kind of unsettles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get. So it didn't hit me too hard on this one, but so (laughs) little tangent as you didn't want to happen. Um, No, no, we're into the movie now. So. Super Mario 64, where the sunken ship level, I couldn't play that as a kid. Like, I always made my cousin play it because I just, I was un- uneasy about it. <laughs> like, I just don't like water. It's understandable. I take showers though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> uh the special effects uh well i I thought it was kind of funny (laughs) it was 1990 well i get it i get it but but it was funny because like whenever we had the transitioning scenes where it it would be the end of one scene and then it would cut to the exterior of the sub and it'd be like day blah 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 you know position whatever it was the same shot of (laughs) the submarine. they did it like five times (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh we're just doing the same like establishing shot of the submarine we know that we're still on the submarine because if you time it it's like what like, 10 seconds total. Or yeah. No, I'm sorry, like, it's, like, 30 seconds total of showing the exterior. It just makes me wonder if, like, for, like, five minutes, they just had the camera go around, like, the practical, like, sub. <laughs> and then they're like, we got five minutes. We'll cut it and you know, <laughs> use it for everything. <laughs> so this is our you know, B-roll. fine, yeah. <laughs> then they found out that that was the best shot. So they used it. Except they, they would have had to uh, have shot the... Uh, The them losing uh that they're they're sinking shots differently with the prop stopped and all that yeah yeah Yeah. but either way like that probably didn't take a long time for them to film and probably wasn't too expensive to actually do because i'm sure it's pretty easy to build or get a hold of a model of a sub yeah it's not not very intricate (laughs) no No, it's it's a big tube. Yeah. It's a big tube with a conning tower. A couple fins. Yeah. So uh, one thing that I noticed, which I thought was pretty, you know, cool, was that obviously they're not, like, on a manipulated set where, because the the sub gets, like, all kinds of angles and stuff. Yeah. So the camera is always being shifted so that it looks like they're at these, like, extreme angles where they're, like, climbing up through a, you know, submarine i thought that was you know, Wait, you're know. you telling me it was just camera. a camera angle yeah <laughs> i thought and I th- good actors <laughs> i thought they would have took like the set and, no like, no that's way too expensive oh my god yeah <laughs> like uh because i thought that yeah kudos to them for like standing oddly because oh yeah because they, they it's the same principle with uh star trek back in the day where they just shake the camera and everybody just goes like yeah, back and forth that's but that's usually bad. i can pick that out like they did a phenomenal job on this movie because i i thought that they were like you know they just tilted the set some oh yeah like um oh it, it's expensive because like uh you look at uh cronenberg's the fly and that one scene where jeff goldblum's supposed to be like walking on the ceiling like, up the wall and onto the ceiling. Like, that was all done. I remember, like, I don't know why I remember this, but when I was a kid watching, like, Monster Mania, they showed how they built that set. And it was, like, just this big thing that rotated, and the camera would be positioned in one spot, and Jeff would just, like, walk, like, along it as it turned. There's several music videos where they do that. Yeah, I mean, it's Inception. Yeah, Inception. Fred Astaire. Yeah, Fred Astaire is the first... uh, (laughs) real um implementation of that but uh, yeah i'm fairly certain that this was just chaotic. yeah I I, yeah because i started like looking at that and i was because i the first time i watched it i remembered like that i thought they were all like the set was on a gimbal that would like turn but then yeah now that you mentioned it whenever i was looking at it i was like wait a minute i'm like the cameras just turned this way like and like you could see the camera i mean this Obviously, this would look the same if it was on a gimbal, but you could just see the camera being Mm -hmm. manipulated that way. So, that is why I believe it to be that, but yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. I'll look it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know either. I just (laughs) continue. uh, Everybody leans to one side. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it was just a simple camera turn, I mean, everybody was in unison. Like, yeah, they were acting at the same time. Yeah, they did a good job of um, Um, portraying that. Either way. I thought it looked great. Um I guess I didn't say at the beginning like I did enjoy this movie. Um like like Sean said though, it it did take a little bit for it to kind of grab me. Oh yeah. I really I guess about the fire when the fire breaks out, I guess is Oh yeah. probably when I I really felt most engaged or not most engaged, but like it was starting to to keep me engaged. kept Kept the, or uh, got the heart race. Yeah, got uh, that one like... guy's heart race. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I like how that's kind I of an inconsequential thing, like that that, guy that crew member dying. It. Yeah. It's really just a plat, a springboard for there to be more conflict between yeah. the captain and um the oh, XO. Yeah, yeah between because he and goes down. And he's just like, I all right, that's enough. It was a long time. I was trying to like suss out like what was ha- like the what relationship we were supposed to be getting from the captain because it starts off because like very... you're like, Oh, you're, he's one of the good guys. So we're going to be on the XO's journey with him trying to gain his trust. And, you know, they're going to get along and they're going to have a problem and they're going to work through it together. But then there are these moments where he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And then just like flips and he's like completely d- betrays, uh, Denzel Washington's trust. Yeah. Like whenever he was, uh, on the, uh, um, teleprompter i guess i'll say i don't i can't think of the word right now the Uh, telecommunications yeah the intercom yeah Yeah. and uh he was like oh it's come to my attention uh exo hunter says that morale is low and i would just like to say that if anybody wants to get off the ship now they're welcome (laughs) to it's like oh okay (laughs) like he's really a total ass about it see and and like but there's a line there's There's a line that he says to him before they submerge where he says to him about, uh, he's like, he's like the absolute, uh, the the wrongest thing you can do on this boat is to kiss my ass or try to impress me. And at the end of the movie, we see that pays off for Denzel because he's like, well, I won't try to kiss your ass. Like, I'll, I'll just tell you exactly how I feel. He's just uh the captain just didn't see how much of a challenge he was going to put up yeah yeah and i i like and even through the movie that that's another thing that i like about this is because there really is no good guy or bad guy i mean i think it's safe to say that the captain is the, the, the anti- yeah, antagonist the of the film yeah. no, no, i mean he, the broader he scope he of the movie is like russians which and yeah, we see that, but he is like the clear antithesis to what uh, he Exo could, Hunter he could is. Be sympathetic no, him. he. No, no, they, no. I mean, he's redeeming. Yeah, I, I won't say a, that he's like completely unforgivable, but it, it, it's kind of a uh, a generational like thing because mm-hmm. you know Ramsey's thirty years older than Hunter, so when you have Hunter who comes from this back this new background who's learned a lot more like through his training versus Ramsey who no one has questioned his authority in 25 years. So I so you kind of have that which is a nice change of pace for a movie like this because Ramsey's not really the bad guy because he's doing what he feels is right and Hunter is doing what he feels is right. So neither of them is the bad guy, but no, Gene Hackman is the antagonist of it. I I feel like even even though you're right, I feel like uh Hunter is a much more relatable character because no, no, his is. motivation makes so much more sense. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like yeah. like so if we let these nukes fly like we are causing World War 3. <laughs> like we have to make absolutely sure that this is what we are instructed to do. Yeah we or don't to fire the first shot. Yeah or else we are caught because of World War 3. Which, is like, which war. is like totally like relatable where the captain uh murphy's like well that's what we're told to do so let him shoot out the you know shoot out the missiles and it's just like like i know that's what how he was like how he's lived his military life is like just don't question orders do what you're supposed to do yeah but at the same time it's like you're kind of supposed to you know well ramsey so is this like real time like in 95 or is it kind of like no no it's in it's in 95 that, that's why like at the end of the movie it says as of january nineteen ninety six. 96 so okay. yeah it's supposed to be president Day. okay um i was just trying to figure out like how, how old Ramsey is but so he probably wouldn't have been in world war ii no probably no, yeah not. um probably more like vietnam uh because i was just trying to think yeah, like korea or korea yeah vietnam. um where was i going uh Like, from experience, like, you don't want to hesitate kind of thing. Right. So, you know, you want to... That's what I mean. It's a generational, like, that's how they were trained. Yeah. So that's what they do. They're just like, hey. And plus, him living through the Cold War, and probably being a commander on boats during the Cold War, the tensest time up until that point, he was probably like, nope, let him loose. Like... (laughs) And then when he's like, yeah, but we need to, like, verify this. And he's like, it's not an actual message. We're going by the orders that we have. So, I mean, if that's how they did it in the back of the day. And Hunter's like, no, like, <laughs> you need to do it this way. And he's like, you're fucking questioning me on this? Like, I think that's the point I was trying to make was, Ramsey has seen action, and that's what he knows. He kind of has forgotten the book, per se. And and Rams or uh, Hunter is like straight out of learning the book. Yeah, because like remember they say about about Ramsey's dog. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh yeah, he takes that dog everywhere. The Navy just turns turns the other way. So like no one is really quite like he's just so high up, <laughs> yeah. high, highly regarded as a captain that nobody is going to question him. Yeah, he, he's he's so in the power that yeah. He He's just beloved by all yeah. of them and trusted by them that, that they're just like, nope, let's just follow what the captain says. Yeah. And then you add on the and caveat to- of the ticking clock where the missiles will be ready. The Russian missiles will be ready to fire within the hour. So that adds like the time frame of this, like, well, if we're acting, we have to act within this window. Yes. So that's like, we don't have time to really be thinking about this, yeah. which is also you know well well and that's the thing like they get like it wouldn't it wouldn't be and that's that's the nice thing about the story is they're preparing to launch and they're they get attacked by the akula and it blows their antenna off cutting off severing their radio like communications. so then that just adds to it because they're like well we can't confirm so what are we doing now are we going by our last given order you know because and that that's the whole thing you can't really you can't explain that away like they exactly. go hey boss uh, your message got cut off sorry you know <laughs> sorry we killed nine million people so the first message before i forget this the first message says that they're fueling their that they're fueling the missiles and that to prepare and that the coat the nuclear coats have been compromised. So they have no, le- that, that, or yeah that was yeah that was the first message it was yeah. missiles fueled compromised yeah there. so they have so the capability to fire missiles did they end up not doing anything like the Russians did they not end up shooting the obviously they surrendered yeah oh they yeah, surrendered yeah. right okay that was the final yeah. message well yeah right. yeah the the um the rebel forces that had captured the uh, base had they'd been surrounded by the Russian military and they. Like battled them. They said it was very, I guess very I sporadic battles, but they surrendered quickly. Yeah, I do remember them saying that now. Never so, mind. They, so they were <laughs> able to uh, to disarm the missiles. I was just like, okay, <laughs> why, you know, what happened to them? But now I'm just an idiot. Are these based, Is this based on real events? No. Okay. No, this is not based on. I, I just I looked that up after watching it the first time. I was like, "Is this like? Did this happen?" Because at the very end of the movie, it says, "You know, the protocol of like who wields the authority to launch a nuclear missile well, has changed in that year." So uh, I wasn't sure if this was like an actual driving force to I, implement it could that. It loosely based. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. <laughs> I and I knew this, so I don't know why I said that. This is loosely based off of a Russian. Oh uh happening like of okay. this. So, uh in fact it was during the Cuban missile crisis, I believe. Mm.
1: Um,
0: well, that's what they said this well, was they mentioned like that, yeah. they, well, they said this is the biggest, you know, no, no, nuclear no. threat the, since the Cuban missile no, crisis. No, no, there was a sub. Yeah. During the Cuban missile crisis that went through the same type of thing. So, basically there uh you know in the during the Cuban Missile Crisis, they dropped depth charges to get, you know, submarines to surface. Mm. So their radio communications had been cut off by something, and they were getting reading that the depth charges were dropping around them. The captain thought World War Three had already started, that the Americans were attacking their ships above. They didn't know they were depth charges. So he gave the order to fire. His exo said no. He said we need to surface and find out what's going on first, and so like that stopped World War Three from happening because yeah. if that XO hadn't told his Russian commander, you know, hey, no, we need to surface and investigate this before we decide to launch nuclear missiles. Uh, so yes, this is this is based on yeah. historical mm-hmm. events, I like which how, actually it's done in first. Class. I, I was just about to say yeah. I like how they did it better in first. Yeah. Class. <laughs> yeah yeah where uh where charles takes control of that dude to like
1: blow up the ship the ship that's that's about to cross yeah
0: the uh the um borderline into the united states territory and be the provocation of world war (laughs) three yes yeah yeah they they do talk about that in first class uh (laughs) yeah the the he, the guy blows up the one russian ship that was about to leave it's not russian it was being taken over by bu- mutants but it looked russian because it was yeah, a russian yeah, ship. yeah he, he killed but, all the people yeah. and put them but in the uh yeah world. the the one russian man shoots a missile at it destroying the ship and the commander's like congratulations, congratulations. you're a hero arrest him <laughs> yeah yeah he's like you just prevent nuclear war and he's like put him in the brig." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes what like they drag him off because he doesn't know what happened uh but yeah so that that is the events that this movie is based on which it it does it very well i mean you can't you can't you can now but i think still at that time in the early 90s you couldn't have done like it done on a russian sub because i feel like the the newly reformed russian republic would probably (laughs) be like "Mm, we don't like that um well then yeah didn't russia become Russia. Around that time? 89. Yeah. The fall of the Berlin Wall. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I the, the scene where... um still, The wound's still fresh. <laughs> the scene where Hunter is directly hunter violating um his, his captain's orders is really intense. Where he's like, get ready to fire. And he's like, No. <laughs> We cannot fire these missiles until both of us are agreed. where they're shouting? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when Gene Hackman gives gives his line on Captain of the boat. No, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Screams at him. Yeah, that's a great scene because he's just like, listen, if we're not in agreement, then we can't fire anything. And I do not agree to this uh, course of action. And you know what? That scene's really cool because the first time I watched it, I was like, what i was like are they gonna toss him in the brig like what's what's gonna go on and then it flips because i thought it was gonna go the other way i thought that he was gonna be like take hunter down and put him in the brig and he was gonna have to figure out a way to like break out and like gather a team to like you know go do this but instead it flipped and yeah. i was like oh i was like didn't see that one coming that they were gonna throw a uh, gene hackman in his his stateroom <laughs> yeah i had the issue i like took sean, issue with that that's yeah like sean i was you, you, gotta, you took issue with it, but the movie nicely yeah, explained yeah. it afterwards. I, I, thank you for uh, expositing <laughs> that to me ten minutes <laughs> later in the in the movie. I was like, this makes no sense. Cobb has been working underneath the captain for how many years now, and why? Like, there's no way that he would take uh, Hunter's side over the captain's. But then he's like, "Listen, I did not take your side. I did this because that is what protocol is." And I'm sure that he knew, he also had the mindset of like I'm not starting World War III yeah. if we're not absolutely positively sure yeah. that this is what is supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, and it, like watching it, it, I mean, it's not a long, long movie, but it is a long movie. It's over two hours long. Oh really? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice. But uh, <laughs> but like the movie takes place. Excuse me. Like over that two hours. Yeah. Period of time. Like like it's in real time. Like watching in real time time. is passing exactly as with the exception of like them boarding the Yeah, yeah. Well, we should say this. We should say that it's not it's not in real time until the end, like the last hour of the movie is all in real time. Yeah. Because they have like twelve days that they're out at sea while they're getting like emergency action messages and shit like that. Um so yeah cuz it said like what day 12 yeah. they were like it's pretty the much it. from the, from the first miss, uh message yeah yeah and then uh yeah but uh it's uh i i watched this movie on a whim the one time and i it paid off i was like man i, was like, I really like that movie so yeah, yeah there there's parts of it that i I I wasn't, like, a fan. Like, in the very beginning, whenever Dean Hackman's talking about horses, and he's, like, completely wrong, first of all, about horses being stupid, and then his off-the-cuff remark of uh, women about (laughs) (laughs) high school girls, (laughs) and uh, his uh, thinly-veiled racism near the uh, climax of the movie. (laughs) No, it is the climax of the movie. Because they're waiting for the radio signal to be... Put back on because he tells him he's got three minutes, yeah. and then he has this thinly veiled racism against. Her. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, yikes. He got a little hot headed. Yeah, like, like, there, it, It's confusing to me at that point because it's like he is a sympathetic character to a point, but then you do these things and he says these things like that, where you're like, you can't relate to, you know, like that's uh, objectionable. Yeah, it's just like what 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 am i supposed to think about this character that was probably a real thing back in the 90s though no yeah sure i i did Cause like Cause it's, still, right? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's not thinly veiled anymore though <laughs> uh, i i i always like that last line though of the movie when he walks out and he thanks him you know for uh for you know giving him for recommending that he be given a boat you know, because he, he proved himself where, word- he he did exactly what the captain told him to do where he's like, you know, don't kiss my ass, all that. and mm-hmm. He ends up getting soon to receive his own command and then uh he says to him, uh, you were right and I was wrong. And then he says, about the Lippin's otters, the horses, they are from Spain, not Portugal. <laughs> like, I I just love that where there's that little pause and then he says that and I'm like, <laughs> 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 like, on you So did they actually come out black? Yes, I believe they do. Like oh, yeah, I didn't know if that was a real thing. Like, uh, so what do they do? Uh, dye them? No, no they're no, just no, like they just when, when when <laughs> animals age, they change colors. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I I was lost on that whole no. thing. I didn't know if they like made them. no <laughs> The only acceptable (laughs) horse is a white horse. (laughs) The only acceptable horse is one that's made. So they paint them. It's a white horse that's made, (laughs) not born. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) But yeah, it was a pretty good movie overall. I I I mean, the atmosphere of them being in this—I think it captured that very well. Oh yeah, because it was cramped and paranoid at times, and obviously tensions were high because of what was happening it it reminded me not in the way that it was shot or anything but the the tense atmosphere and everybody not trusting anybody it reminded me of the thing the first time i watched it because it's very and the hateful eight it's that distrust people stuck somewhere with each other not knowing what's going on you know there's a graver threat at stake Uh, i don't know why i just like those kinds of movies where you're you're having an anxiety attack watching (laughs) it, and enjoying every second of it because you don't know what's going to happen next you don't know what turn it's going to take yeah how about that guy who got brained in the yeah in the uh they kind of ignore that too (laughs) like that that's kind of like a serious moment they lost they lost four guys for hunter where he's like I, that's kind of inconsequential too it's just kind of showing that he has the ability to lead the submarine yeah, because but he's just basically like close that hatch or we are all going to die yeah. <laughs> like he's trading four lives i mean for somebody, the rest of the somebody crew, in but... that and i mean he also was doing it because i mean not to prove a point but with gene hackman throwing the key to him and saying you're not ready to make tough decisions Right. And then of course he has to make that decision. Yeah, that was to his tough, tough decision. Those four guys drown in order to save the rest of the ship. Yeah. But that one dude is already dead before before that water got any got any higher. He got brained with a, a fucking flange cap on that valve that you know, you know, those things are held in there with like twelve bolts. If that thing busts off of there, I mean his skull was caved in. He was not he was yeah. not alive for the rest uh, of the day. I don't understand why they kept working when that guy's like I gotta close the hatch. You can make it. Hurry up. Come on. And they're all just like still like trying to there, tighten the There's wrenches. a ladder. Like, why wouldn't you just climb up yeah. and just be like, well, shut it. We'll, we'll all live. Yeah. Know? Like, like that is <laughs> like, clearly they're abandoning the prospect of see what stopping what thought, the flooding. So might as well survive. Yeah. So what I thought they were doing was they were going to, I thought they were trying to make the propeller work. Yeah. And, and, and so I thought like, they were going to make it work last minute, and they were going to be shut in there. But yeah, why the hell did they just... Yeah, they, they were just trying to prevent more flooding to yeah. from the uh, submarine. So, yeah, so I, I could have just abandoned it, because they were going to seal off that section of the sub anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that was just was, like, strange. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, Other was, than to be his difficult call. Yeah, that, that's a bit of a plot contrivance. But, you know, uh, I... Vigo Mortensen's role in the movie was strange to me because he's just, because he's like his friend, Hunter's friend. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to join the, I I call them the mutiny ones, the ones that take over the ship control from Hunter. So he's joining that mutiny. Yeah. but But then he also completely disregards the captain's orders to launch the missile. I mean, I know that it's like, like that's conflict within him, but it's just, it's just so weird. He, well, 'Cause they kinda the mutiny crew kinda strong armed him into joining them because he wasn't going to join them. He's like, Listen, he's like Hunter's my friend and all that and they're like, Yeah, well, shit the fuck up nerd, you know, <laughs> like and they tried to like bring him in and then that was another tense scene too where he puts the where Gene Hackman puts the gun to uh Webs' mm. head and he's like he's like, I'm count to three so that I'm gonna blow your head off. And he's like, fuck, it does me no good to kill you. You're the only one who knows the combination. And then he takes the other dude, and he's like, but he doesn't. Like, that was the most villainous shit yeah, so to do is just hold another another one of your crew, your crew, <laughs> hostage, and say you're going to fucking murder them Yeah. if you don't give them so, the code. So that's the one thing is, so both of them get court-martialed at the end of the film, Hunter and um, Murphy. They both get... Ramsey? Ramsey, whatever. Murphy. <laughs> I kept I saying he Murphy. said Murphy twice. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Ramsey. I don't know why. We're talking about Robocop. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> but no, Hunter and Murphy both... Yeah, I did it again. Hunter and Ramsey get court-martialed at the end of the movie. You'd think that him literally threatened the support in its life yeah. twice. <laughs> that's why he asked for early retirement. Yeah, but he should be fucking thrown in prison. <laughs> well, yeah. But... like that That's not a good ending. <laughs> they let him go. He's the bad guy. <laughs> He's like Luthor. <laughs> yeah. That it, it just goes to show corruption. He had a friend high up oh, yeah. in the court marshaling, so he let him go scot free. Right. This is bullshit. Right. I give this movie a 0 out of 10. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add another 0 with a 1 in front of it. <laughs> uh but um, yeah, if we don't have anything else to say, I'll I'll, I'll throw my actual rating out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I think that it was good. Um, the beginning was slow, even though it was necessary to set up everything, and then some parts I've just uh, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't really feeling it, so I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. It's higher than I thought you were gonna give it. Yeah, so. Mike, I'm gonna actually second it a seven out of ten. That's that- what I had in my head anyway. So, alright. Yeah. I uh I I agree. I pretty much agree with Sean completely on this one. Like it's slow at the beginning, but once it got going it honestly went the whole whole time. So Yeah. Yeah, it's very, I mean, pretty fast-paced. Yeah. Like like you said it's 2 hours long mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, I really didn't feel the No, I didn't feel it, the I felt right the length on. from the beginning because yeah. it's slow. Yeah, but. You, yeah, you only feel it up until they get on the sub. And yeah. then. Well, I had Chicky Nuggies to, Yeah, yeah Chicky Nuggets. <laughs> at, at the beginning, so it was all good. Uh, I, I'm i going to give it an 8 out of 10. Because this, like I said, I watched this on a whim, and this became one of my favorite movies of recent years, like watching. This is definitely one that I can can rewatch. And, I mean, I'm biased because I like submarine movies. Yeah. Like, and all that, and submarine books and all that. But, like, I don't know. The pairing of Denzel and Gene Hackman is good. Um, Just everything about it. The atmosphere. Ev- the way everything is shot. Even the special effects aren't terrible. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> it's shut, kind up, of bad. shut up. You just don't like the counter. I've seen worse from 95. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, this is this is one I can definitely see myself revisiting again and again. Um, like if it pops on TV or something. Yeah, I don't know I if I it. if I'd search it out myself, but like if we were in a I don't know a group setting and yeah, and everybody, like everybody want to watch it, I'd be like, all right. This is the third time I've watched it, and the second time I literally like was like, I'm gonna go watch Crimson Tide again, and like just pulled it up on Prime, and I was like i to watch it again. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's no Miller's Crossing, but you know that's true. I was not Miller's <laughs> Crossing. I was. Uh, I don't know. I always thought I knew what Denzel Washington looked like, but apparently I didn't know him as a young man because I had to like remind myself that's him. <laughs> like, not, not not remember not remember the Titans Denzel. <laughs> is this uh, the first war movie that we've had? Like this is like a straight up war movie.
1: Yes, I believe I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. And also, he, even then, is it even like a war movie, or is it or is it a war drama? Uh, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I don't know. There's no actual combat, right? Yeah, that's what. I was <laughs> there is submarine warfare. Oh yeah, yeah. There's I guess some you're wrestles, right. Yeah. 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 A lot of casualties because. <laughs> We know that Akula probably had quite a few people on it. I wish we saw maybe a a scene in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been interesting. We never figured out, like, was it actually a bad guy ship? Oh, yeah. It was. (laughs) Speaking from experience, I can identify an Akula class attack submarine. That was indeed an Akula class attack submarine. I don't even know what that word means. It's a Russian word okay so i know we forgot to bring this up at the uh, very beginning of the podcast but this marks our one year anniversary of uh recording as we're recording this actually because the episode came out today did it really yeah on the 13th i had the memory wow yeah let's see so yep one happy one year anniversary to geek tavern podcast and many more are on the horizon Yes. Cool. <laughs> why, you know, I, you know what's weird is I actually thought today at work I was like, I wonder "When are the one year is coming up?" Yeah, I literally. Sean and I met. Yeah, I talked about it the other day. I thought, I thought it was sooner than than July, uh, January thirteenth, but um, yeah. Huh. Well, look at that. Because I I knew our first episode was Star Wars based, so I thought it was like December, yeah. but yeah, we f- what we recorded like three of them because it was fallen order all the star wars rankings and then it was the, the decade of movies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's three of them what the the i don't know fallen if it star wars and yeah the star wars. wars was together yeah that's I what think the first was episode was oh yeah. no, it was but yeah <laughs> Uh so that was a pleasant memory to have anyway yeah, go back and listen to that. I'm still be- relevant. Yeah, you'll, you'll hear our podcast grow. I'm sure. I'm gonna fall asleep. We to do it things a little differently. <laughs> now. I'm gonna fall asleep to it tonight. Wake up in the make. Wake up at 3 a.m. to like go to the bathroom. And it's, it's Still playing. And it's like, oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> it's a low rider. <laughs> <laughs> We're immediately wake up my my house <laughs> and going back to sleep. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that was a recommendation from Aaron. And we have another recommendation coming up from myself. So I was thinking about this one. (laughs) Uh, Earlier this week, I wasn't exactly sure what I was doing, but uh, with the (laughs) impending information I got, I... I have uh, decided, and don't think that this is on a whim, because I've been wanting to uh, suggest this for a while. That's the impending information. <laughs> computing, computing. Uh, <laughs> my recommendation will be Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny. Okay. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I, last week, I was literally going through and being like, that'll be one of my recommendations here. And then... Recently we went yeah. through and watched a few videos and Aaron had said he had never watched it, so I was like well. I wondered why you asked me if I had if I had watched it because I thought you were gonna so be what? like, Well, we can watch it now because we were hanging out and I thought he was gonna like turn it on and he didn't and I was like, Oh <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is because my cousin hasn't seen it either, he needs to come over for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, it's available on HBO Max. So. I own it on DVD. Oh, even then. <laughs> but there you go. So Sweet. Wow. Cool. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you for watching or listening uh, to our podcast, our discussion about Crimson Tide, and uh, some video game news at the beginning. Happy one-year anniversary to Geek Tavern Podcast, and we will catch you all next time. Later.
1: Bye-bye.